Very well. Where do I begin? Episode 156. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. This lion or thing is moved harder than it sounds. Brad, welcome to episode 156, I think, of Half Hour Wasted. This is a special episode that uh, I am not in, other than having just said what I just said then. And and then that. And that. And that. And that. And then I guess everything that I say from this point until you stop hearing me talking. Yeah, that, that'll work. Uh, Frank and Bill went on a business trip together, and they recorded an hour's worth of goodness. There's some laughs in there. There's some tears. There's some moments. Uh, but I, uh, I enjoyed it. It was awesome. So we're happy to uh, present this to you. It's a little different. But then again, you know, is that really any surprise? Enjoy. And uh, the three of us should be back next week with a quote-unquote normal episode. Thanks for listening. And uh, I don't know if Frank, I don't remember if Frank did the normal close. I don't think he did. So I'll do part of it. Uh, give us an email, halfhourwasted at gmail.com. Uh, send emails to Brad, Frank, or Bill at halfhourwasted.com. Um, sorry, I'm distracted by Freddie Prince Jr. He's a handsome man. Anyway, uh, let us know how we're doing. Uh, sometimes we wonder. Anyway, take care, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. So I got a question for you. Hey, Bill. When did uh, when did Oriental become a term that is discouraged? Well, I don't know, but Oriental is usually used to describe an item and not a person. And I think ah. when it's used to describe a person, that's bad. Okay. But okay. like, if you say, "Hey, that's a nice Oriental rug," boom. Okay. You're fine. Okay. So something is from the Orient. Yeah. Somebody would be from Asia. Yeah. Okay. Because I can't help but notice that you have enjoyed the Asian cuisine, shall I we say. Have. I am a big fan of anything from that side of the border hemisphere. Yeah. I would not refer to it as lean cuisine either. <laughs> no. Look at her go. That's a cute girl. Is <laughs> Frank. Edit that out. No. <laughs> I think she was cute. So uh, this is uh, this is uh, I'm uh, I'm Bill the Voice and I'm proud to uh, be riding shotgun for uh, for my man my uh, um, my sergeant at arms Captain Corner Captain say hello Corner. Captain Corner I'm fine we are on Barksdale Air Force Base we uh, not for long not for long we're actually headed home we had a good shoot we had to do some shooting here build us some contract work for us so things went really well hey did you want to take pictures. Pictures. Yeah, remember we talked, we drove by the... Uh, Did you want to ride the missile? I would like to ride the missile a la... Um, okay, we'll edit that out too. Love. No, we kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm perfectly fine riding the same, using the term ride the missile. I think it's a heck of an idea. Well, I mean, it's good to be, you know, comfortable in your own skin. Well, I mean, heck, I did buy a Lee yeah. 2 at the Aphis store. Oh, yes, you did. Proudly. I did not have a problem... Yeah. So I couldn't help but notice that they had plenty of copies of uh, Glee the Music Volume Two, <laughs> but they had no copies of the new Wolf Mother album. Yes. So I I was fairly displeased with that little uh, little circumstantial thing. It, I don't know. I mean, I, it may have been bad form for me to have asked you to have bought that for me anyway. It's <laughs> like, hey, dude, spiff yeah, me. Yeah, can you spot me? Yeah, just uh, spot me. Get me through the line, dude. Yeah. All right. Because yeah, apparently I can buy stuff all day long 
outside the BX where they've got the Verizon store and the GameStop and all that, but they don't want my money in the BX. It's okay. I, I know how it is. My granddad was in the military. My other granddad was in the military. My dad was in the military. Me. I'm. You broke the trend. Well, I'm kind of in the military now. <laughs> so this is, it's kind of peripheral. You're you know. in the military as much as I'm in the military. Yeah. By the way. Well, I'm not the captain here. Oh, that's right. So, you know, I'm just the voice. So, um, so I ordered this chicken Philly sandwich. Is that what that is? Yes. Oh, I thought for sure there was some kind of... Asian flavor. Some Asian. kind of, yeah, some kind of shading. The shading of, of the Orient in it. Oh. No, it's just a, it's just a chicken... Chicken filling. You just stole that right out of my own mouth. <laughs> I mean, not the sandwich, the phrase. <laughs> I'm proud. Well, I'm proud of you. So, first off, yes. I would not know. Or I've never seen chicken come out in sheets. There were sheets of chicken, much like a cold well, cut. Well, how? Huh? I didn't know they made chickens that big. <laughs> they put out a couple of these sheets of chicken. Oh my goodness! Chopped it up like a filling. So they do. They get like seven chickens and glue them all together, and then just do the uh, get get the Arby's uh, slicer on it. Exactly. Oh dear. Or they get one chicken and they just flatten the heck out of it. Yes. Wow, that's gotta hurt. Mm. I mean, it's not like it's not like you're doing the chicken any favors anyway. But you know, to just you know, just put the uh, put the drill press on it and then start slicing. Yeah. So we got to stay in military lodging. Yes. Um, I can honestly say my room was pretty nice. I had a nice room. Frank, yeah, don't, hey. It was like circa 1950s. Yeah, don't let Frank fool you. He had a suite. I had a suite. So, uh, you know, that's uh, that's good times there. (laughs) I had just a, uh, I had a regular studio um, set up, which actually was really fine with me. Um... I appreciate the uh, the the open layout. Mm-hmm. You have one bed or two? Uh, one bed. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and it was the same size as yours. Now, the mattress on my oh, bed God. was a little more consistent from side to side. <laughs> I had did, a did mattress. It, did the mattress just like fold up on you like a taco or it something? Had, it's like it had <laughs> rails around it that were hard, but once you got past the rails. <laughs> He kind of sunk in a little bit. I mean, the room was circa 1950. The mattress maybe 1960. Okay. But it was. Uh, but I was able to, you know, I was able to sleep well. Not exactly a pillow top sleep number then, huh? No, I think military issue. Uh, uh, springs on a blanket with the springs, basically. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, I do have to admit, though. And Bell, you you were witness to this. I did lose my temper yesterday. Yeah, it was it was a pretty ugly scene. I, I'm not used to that out of uh, Frank, who's usually so mild mannered. I I completely lost it when we were waiting at a traffic light that took probably, and I may be exaggerating here a little bit, but 18 hours to change. Okay. Beca- because <laughs> everyone in Louisiana is slow. Okay, just timing wise, not smart wise. Everything. Thing in Louisiana is slow. I ordered Chinese food for lunch yesterday. That should be one wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Right? Yes, Chinese yes. food is like that. It took like 10 minutes. And there's a line of people walking. I just. He's then, not joking. It really took like 10 minutes. And then we went to a fast food place called Griff's, a local place. And what was their slogan? It was like quality food and, and uh, speedy, speedy ser- service. Speedy service. Yes. Okay. How long did it take them to make the burger? Well, let's just put it this way. By the time uh, Frank ordered first, I ordered second. By the time my food was shoved at me, um, they were nice. Uh, they're yeah. they're good people there. But uh, by the time I got my food, Frank had finished his. Right, and I was picking at it too. And I he, we he never was, sat. I we I sat. I stood up next to you at the counter. Yeah, waiting for. It. And how many people were in that restaurant? Uh, I think we were uh, persons uh, five and six. Or is okay. it six? Yeah, I think we were persons five and six because there was a family that that they was, were already eating. They were clearly nervous uh, about us being in there, <laughs> and so by the time we turned around to sit down, they bolted. The and, the lady she took her kids and she said, "We got to get out of here now." And how many people were working in the kitchen? Um, they outnumbered the. They uh, outnumbered the, the customers. Yes. 
okay? So it was at that point where it was just like, all right, Bill, let's go. There's a lot of shenanigans going on there. And when we, that's when we got to the traffic light, and the traffic light wasn't changing, and then that's when I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I just completely just, what is up with this place? Frank was looking to get to the boat, and you can't get to the boat if you can't get through the light. There's the missile. There's the missile I want to ride. Yay! Ooh, you know what? That looks that pointy. Be, I'm not riding that missile. Form? That missile has ridges. Well, don't, yeah, you <laughs> probably don't want to sit down on the fin, because okay. that fin is sticking straight up, brother. Okay. I think I'm going to forego that. Do you still want to get Aww. I'm not riding if it has a fin. That's okay. I mean, it's... Just it's how I roll. Well, I mean, think about human anatomy. I mean, that's kind of you're built with that slot back there. So <laughs> Yeah, but that's if I'm it'll, laying it'll on my fit, back. I, was, fit I wanted to do a slim pickings kind of holding on to. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think I can do it on that missile. Well, I mean, you could. What I'd hate to see is, like, the missile fall off its little stand or something. Yeah. That would be embarrassing. That would be Especially if it exploded. <laughs> It'd be embarrassing for me because... And that's how I lost my well, job. Yeah, it's not cool for me to drive the car. Right. So, I would be stuck in Shreveport until Jeremy or Chad can come get me. Yeah, or you can take a Greyhound. You tell me a great story about a Greyhound bus. You can oh, take a Greyhound bus. Oh, yeah. Greyhound buses. Those are clearly the best form of transportation across America. I mean, if you like spending over 50 hours to get from uh, Central Florida to uh, Oklahoma, then, yeah, it's for you. Look, the missile's broken. Dude. That's oh, my goodness. Somebody used it. Well, that's wild. I can't break it any more than what it is. Well, that's that's really odd because the uh, the front of it, it's on a stand, but the front of the stand has it level, and the back of the stand is actually not beveled. What's the right word? But yeah, it's actually tilted down. Um, that's now that's cool, man. Yeah. Do you want to get a picture? Jet in John. Um, no, I'm okay. Yeah, I guess I'm okay. Yeah, let's go home. All right. All right. Sounds What's weird like is a good idea at the time, but I can't tell all these all the windows. All the windows of these planes have been affected somehow, like they've been tinfoiled over or that's wood yeah. with spray paint on it or something, but it doesn't look like uh doesn't look like there's any glass in those things. You know, um growing no. up growing up in Corpus Christi, there's a naval base there. Yeah. And so around around the uh around the water there's a whole bunch of planes just like this you know just kind of stationed there for people I'm sorry where's this? Corpus Christi oh, okay yeah yeah we have something called the T-heads they're just these little kind of ports that go out and you can okay. drive around and stuff well so growing up we were always told that there were snakes in the planes and that predates the movie yeah. snakes on, on a plane but uh, but I always thought that, I always thought that was kind of funny that, that was always the rumor oh there's snakes in the plane so you can't get in the plane or else the snakes will get you Really? I yeah, I don't know why that was just some rumor that you know why why would somebody tell you that? Well, it was just I I probably asked some question like like can you fly them? Can you get in them? Can we get in them? Because you know we're talking about a little kid. And nice. Like, no, we can't because there's snakes. How old were you? Um, I don't know, probably 18, 19. Oh, okay, okay. No. <laughs> we're talking a little kid. Okay, because yeah, that's what what is wrong with adults? Why do adults tell the most egregious lies to children? Because I remember when I was, I don't know, maybe 10 years old, you know, long before I ever thought about actually driving a car, um, we're on the driveway one day, and it's, it's uh, myself and uh, Dad, and I, I don't remember exactly what happened. I, he used to, like, you know, tune up his own car, and so he'd kind of have me sit there and try to kick the thing over from time to time. I don't think we were doing that, but we were out there. The keys are in the ignition, and I turned the ignition to the on position. Mm-hmm. You know, which fires up, you know, the fan motor, the radio, the lights are on, whatever. But, um... Looky, looky. But, but Dad, uh... Looky, looky, here comes Cookie. Um, look at that cookie. Um, but Dad looks at me, and he goes, Don't do that! The car could blow up! <laughs> and for a few years, I actually took him seriously. I mean, it was like, really? The car could blow up? I mean, it could explode into... <laughs> Billions of pieces. So every time you went shopping with your mom or something, when you started your car, you were probably terrified. Well, and I got to admit that that when I found out, you know, what the actual case was, I was a little pissed off. <laughs> I didn't take it well. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't really go. <laughs> hey, that guy, he got me. No, I was like, you, you suck, man. God. Yeah, my, I mean, my parents told I'm me. Still aggravated about that, apparently. 
And then my parents told me Whopper lies, like, oh, we love you, just as much as your other sibling. Oh, man. And You're then, not yeah. adopted. Yeah. Did you ever go through that phase where you thought you were adopted? No. I went through a phase where I thought I was adopted. I never went through a phase where I thought I was adopted, but, and I don't think I've ever told anybody this, but I, I went through a, a couple of years, uh, especially into my, my teenage years, where I honestly wondered if I was a robot. <laughs> what? I don't know. I can't explain it. It was more a, a metaphysical thing, kind of a, an aesthetic thing, you know? How old were you at the time? Uh, Tennis, about the same age as dad telling me the cars blow up by turning the key wow. and the ignition. It was, I guess those were a rough few years for me. Holy, I thought I'm a robot. I think I'm a robot. Well, I always kind of wondered that. I don't now. Yeah. Why I'm so sure. I, I don't <laughs> know why I'm so sure now. I mean, I could still be a robot <laughs> and, and I wouldn't know it. But that's um, uh, just the way things go sometimes. Would Descartes say, I think therefore I am? Cogito ergo sum? Yes. Yes. I don't think a robot, I don't think we've invented a sentient, a sentinel, what's the word? Some sentient. Sentient robot, yeah. Yes. Um, well, I mean, they've got fuzzy logic these days. I mean, oh, no, 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 no. Okay. I've got one example for you that proves that, um, I don't want to be harsh and say you're wrong, but consider the Roomba. Consider the Roomba. You know what I'm talking about? I know. It's the uh, it's the vacuum cleaner that, that goes on its own. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You telling me that thing's not smart? <laughs> I mean, it, it, it goes around the dog and the, the hamster and the freedom ball and manages to go underneath the uh, coffee table and stuff, and we're going to say it's not... Uh, it's not smart. Yeah, but it also gets stuck in corners, and it also. Uh, but oh, then again, so it. do I. So. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> I thought it was maybe like the uh, um, the old fire engines you had when you were a kid that would make the most god awful ding 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 racket with the lights on all that, and had the uh, it had the wheels uh, underneath it. They're powered right. by batteries, right, and right, right. they could spin in a circle. So anytime it would run into something, the wheels would start spinning after encountering the resistance, and then like the thing would back itself out. Right. Turn around and start start uh, heading for the See, uh, the dog. That again. No, and they had no microchips on. That was all analog. Right, right. right. That was not fuzzy logic. Speaking of analog, we shot analog, didn't we? we that video we shot on tape. Well, no, it's not. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, a digital product on tape, but uh, but yes, it's pretty wild. Uh, popping tapes out of a case and throwing them in there. Haven't done that in a while, huh? We had sixty four gigabytes of uh, flash memory just waiting for us. Didn't use a bit of it. Now, can you shoot? I think I asked you this. Can we shoot SD on those cards? Uh, or is it strictly high definition on those cards? Uh, that's a good question. I have to consult the manual, which I could do. But uh, I would think that you could shoot any ding-dong format you want on those things. Okay. All right. We're leaving Barksdale Air Force Base. So, you know, if any, uh, if any viewers are uh, hip to the, uh, the P-2... And, uh, Panasonic P2. The Panasonic P2. I think it was a 200. Is that what we Yes, got? it was 200. Yeah, they have 200s, 2000s, uh, 3000s. I think they may have 300s now. Um, but uh, we were using the uh, the original and still the best uh, Panasonic P2. I think we do. So it was nice. All right, we're heading home. But yeah, got to uh, get to. Uh, my first field shoot with the P2. That was cool. It's nice to have Frank to uh, help me uh, help me break the ice. Yeah, I'm usually not yeah. that. Dem- I'm usually not that demanding, and uh, this wasn't really. Uh, this was a good shoot to be on. Well, it was cool. And when I uh, when I let Frank know that I'd forgotten to record anything yesterday, I just we're friends. Yeah. We're friends, so he need me in the groin and punch you in the face once. And punch me in the face once. Usually, that's a five punch face. Uh, yeah. Thing, but. Then I came back and hit. Frank in the face of the frying pan, <laughs> and then he uh, he he launched a missile at me. And then I went. Yeah, and then we said and scene, and then we bowed, which is odd because no one was watching but so, us. So we're driving on Barksdale Boulevard here in uh, yes. beautiful Bossier City, Louisiana. Beautiful downtown Bossier City, Louisiana. We are about to drive by what I'm curious yes. but don't understand a little shop. Or a, a little shop club. of horrors. It may be a club. I don't know, but it's called Hat. Oh yes, Hat. H-A-T. There's Hat. How have we missed that? And it's obviously it's, vacant. But there's about half of the plate glass out front is uh, actually plywood. Yeah. I don't think they're doing very well. But I, I mean, 
I got an idea. Yeah. The name of my club. I'm going to call it Hat Hat. People love hats. I mean, what is not great about the name Hat? Because <laughs> Hat could mean anything. Could. Horrific, awful uh, tacos. Oh my gosh, what a revelation. I didn't even consider the concept of it being an acronym. It could be an acronym, yeah. Wow. Or it could have been an antonym. As he's trying to pull fast on the, uh, you know, on the audience. Let's see, what's that? What's when an you an come in, they sell an like an uh, rugs. Is, is, it's uh, opposite. Oh, okay, so that would be. That'd be ta. like they sell toupees or ta. something. Yeah. You know. Ta. 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 Wow. Bill That's dangerously close to speaking center. French, there. By the way. Best fabrics. Are those really the best fabric? By the way, we passed Food City uh, just a couple blocks back, and it didn't look like a city. Nor there was probably it food like in it. It. Made out of, it didn't look like it was yeah. made out of food. And here's Sissy's Playhouse, which is interesting because it looks like they just spray-painted the sign onto the bricks on the side of the building. Yeah. I don't think those were licensed uh, Disney characters on the side either. No. No, you can tell because uh, the mustaches. <laughs> Yeah, Winnie the Pooh doesn't really have a mustache. Disney characters don't have mustaches. Look it up, it's a fact. Alright. There's a Gaskios. That used to be a KFC. Look at that. Wow. That that car place used to be a KFC. That's a car dealership. And now they finance. (laughs) Wow. Well anyway, I think I think uh, it was a pretty pretty good uh, pretty good shoot. I think things went well. Yeah. Oh here we go. We're about to get on 20. Oh, man. Well, we want to go, we wanna go west. I'm pretty sure we want to go west. Unless we're heading for Jackson, Mississippi. No, we're gonna or is that I-40? I don't know. I never, I don't know my never can't get that straight. But anyway, so we're going to hit the highway. Yeah. And uh, it's a, oh, just, it is virtually a straight shot back yeah. to work. I mean, we, we had to drive about a mile to get to 20. We're going to take 20 back to Dallas, and then we're going to drive a mile north to get back to work. And that's it. That's crazy talk. We're taking a government vehicle to the casino. We did uh, stop by a casino last night. I think we already did that, Frank. Yeah, that was fun. That was the theme song of the night. We're taking a government vehicle. Which, what was the difference between Shoehorn and Samstown? Huh? Shoehorn, the Shoehorn. Oh, casino? Horseshoe, yes, yes, horseshoe. yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, shoehorn, the lesser known <laughs> the of the uh, of the casinos here in, in uh, beautiful so, Shreveport. It's the lesser known. No. Jack Binion's bastard son. Um, shoehorn has a much nicer clientele, I would say. Than, than yeah, the, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> the we, so we walk into uh, the. We walk in. I'm going to call it shoehorn because I, I, that makes it, it, it makes me feel good. I, okay. I'm amused by that. Um, so we walk into the shoehorn, and uh, we're, we're parked in a nice little parking area, and we go down a, uh, uh, an elevator with, uh, you know, glass sides to it so you can see the view of the, the, the river. And Last night, the river was actually uh, 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 strikingly beautiful for the Mississippi. Oh, Old man river. Okay, you're right. See, it's... it's uh, I wonder if it's the Red River. So I saw there was, we were, there was like Red River Boulevard downtown somewhere. So Red River, no, maybe. Yeah, it was right next to Samstown. So it's, it's crazy. There's a Boomtown and a Samstown. And I wonder if they're in direct competition with each other. You have to imagine. I mean, I guess, they're, I guess they are. I can't imagine anyone being worse than Samstown. <laughs> well, so the horseshoes, most people... Uh, people probably know. The horseshoe... That's where the World Series of Poker originated. Uh, it's actually, you know, pretty nice digs. It's, uh, should we say posh? There, there's Classy. Some, there's some opulence to that place. Classy. A lot of marble. A lot of marble. A lot of fake stone. Yes, lots of A lot of, of real lines. stone. Yeah. Lots of people wearing vests that yeah. are clean. There's a, a wall with a million dollars on it, yeah, you know, that kind of thing. not real. Yes, Frank uh, was pretty sure that those bills were uh, counterfeit. I did. Why would someone in, Why would someone take, if that is a million dollars, which yes. it, the, it said had been up, that wall had been up since 1998. Yes. Why would someone take a million dollars and put it on a wall like that when it could be invested and be gaining interest? I don't... 
That, Plus, I, I mean, if you buy like a just money on its own doesn't appreciate. But if the buy so, if there's someone were to buy a million dollars worth of art, well, that could appreciate. Yeah, that's the, you know I can I insist it is fake. Well, I mean, well, it was it kind of goes back to my whole thing of you know my my theory on the way out of um, the, uh, the the casino was that there's a fine line between a place, you know, a casino being fancy, opulent almost, if you will, and it being too fancy. Because if the place is too fancy, then people realize that the only reason this place got so fancy is off the backs of the customers. I mean, you know, everybody knows the score to casino is. You know, it's, you know, you so rarely play with house money. But, your contention was that the more opulent, the better. Yeah, because and you want to be part of that. You're like, oh, look, this is this is where I belong. Yeah. You see, now think about think about that. So there was shoe, there was horseshoe. Okay. Or shoe horse, horse. I can't even remember. Whatever. What Whatever. And then Samstown, which doors did not work. <laughs> I mean, right when I walked into, there were two sliding doors. I walked to the first one, doors open. I walked to the second one. It goes, ladies and gentlemen, the house is about to be closed down. And, and right when I say that, the second set of doors does not open. Frank went nose to glass, baby. Nose to glass, baby. His arms spread wide. Yeah. And it, it's a good thing the door wasn't closing, or you might have caught your man parts in it. Because you, you were lined part? up right there. On, I, yeah, mean, your nose. I mean your nose. Yeah. I mean your nose. Uh, um, yeah, I think you're right. So, you know, it's just but, like, ladies but, and gentlemen. But the whole thing is, so you're... So, so who wanted to be well, in Samstown? Did you at any point, didn't you want to leave Samstown? Well, your position was, I, I will get to Samstown. I, I'm, I'm so close to Samstown, but I haven't, I haven't finished talking about the earlier thing yet. Okay. Is, you know, you're probably shocked by that, but you know, let, let's let's keep recording anyway. Hey, there's um, a pig on the, uh, look, there's a pig Don't on jump! The don't jump! There's a pig on a roof. Seriously, it's not a real pig, but it's wow. a pig on the roof. It looked real. I was completely faked out. Um, oh, the humanity. Um, so, your supposition is that the more opulent, the better. Yes. And you brought me around to your way of thinking. So I, I ended up saying, "Yeah, I get what you're saying. You know, I think you're right. You know, there's not necessarily a fine line where you want to straddle between being nice but too nice, because too nice is not going to scare people away. Right. Though it would scare me away. It's cool." Um, so then I, I'm trying to figure out why you have a hard time believing that that wall of a million dollars was fake. Because your whole point is the more opulent, the better. What is more opulent? What is more posh? What is more luxurious than a wall with one million dollars? I, I, I go back to the fact that it doesn't make financial sense. That's all. No, it the just, casino itself is the thing making financial sense. I mean... Jack Binion's daddy, Benny Binion, apparently uh, in 1953 said, I will take any bet no matter how large. So the family's been doing the casino thing for, uh, I don't know, 60 years, probably longer. Um, So my guess is considering that the house always wins, that million dollars is just fun money for them. But it's also, I mean, you walk past a wall, it's got $10,100 bills lined up on this wall. And they purchased them straight from the U.S. Mint, Federal Reserve, Franklin Mint, whatever it was. And uh, I think they got uh, some Tiger Woods plates uh, to go with it, uh, which is nice. But 10,000 bills. Huh? I didn't get the title. I don't know. I was just, uh, I was going for the, the Franklin Mint thing, you know. It's like, if we're a limited time only, you can get these uh, President Obama plates. Maybe that's what I should Oh, okay. yeah, you okay. should Strike okay, that. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, let's yeah, go yeah, back. Yeah, let's yeah, edit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's like yeah. getting, you know, I think with that, he got a nice set of gold embossed uh, President Obama plates. Okay. See that? Yeah, little applause or maybe a laugh or something that was the laugh line dude i was counting on us pause for laughter yeah, to work okay, okay. To, to to utilize synergy and to work together so you're saying that yes that, know, i'm saying that million so bucks rich that they don't even need, need to gain interest on this because that's exactly what i'm saying you know, i'm i'm saying that, that money money is so little of an object i mean clearly they want to make money but my 
my point, my supposition is that the, the Binions have made so much money, that million dollars is like, whatever. That million dollars is the equivalent of an ad campaign for them. And it's an ad campaign that never goes away. And if, God forbid, Binion ever does start hurting for money, well, he's got a wall with a million dollars on it. You have to cut the bills himself, by the way. Well, but think about it. it okay, if he'd taken that million dollars a year and a half ago, sunk it in the stock market, it would be worth $600,000 today. Okay. So tell me he didn't make a good deal by leaving it behind an acrylic barrier in a wall. Okay. That's, he basically made $400,000 just by doing that. I begrudgingly accept your argument, but... Yes? But, uh... But, but stating as fact that he made forty thousand dollars, four hundred thousand dollars last year—that's that's that's total just fabrication. That's what you're assuming. The defense rests. Okay, now let's talk Tom's Tom's. Okay, cabin, okay, Tom's. Tom's. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, Sam's, Sam's yeah, Town. Uncle Tom's Casino, I think, was the name of it, which is maybe the worst name I could think of for a casino. I'm saying, look at my team. I would like to lobby them to change the name. So yeah, we uh, we left the horseshoe. Which was uh, which was mirrored uh, mirrored hotel everything in gold everything working in everything yeah uh, exactly Indoor plumbing hot water uh, carpet yeah doors uh, with knobs on them yeah and you know I don't remember seeing one missing tooth from anybody I in there I don't think I saw one missing tooth either. though it's really weird I mean I've always I've always thought to myself yeah I think you and I had an enjoyable time. I had a very good time. Yeah, I was smiling and kind of laughing and, hey, look at that goofy person over there and, hey, where's my money and, and hey, you know, why am I waking up in a bathtub full of ice and, <laughs> you know, hey, how am I going to explain this to my wife and, you know, so we had a good time. I got married. Yeah. yeah. It's I, like, I, but it, it's okay. We had to annul it because it turns out I couldn't get married because I'm already married in Texas. Exactly. Love you, honey. And, uh, and I couldn't, you know, mine was annulled because, well, you know, you just can't, you just can't marry, um, uh, Siamese twins, you know, male five Siamese twins. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's both the male and the Siamese twins are just, it's against the law in Louisiana. So there you wow. Go. What, uh, what would happen if you had a male and a female Siamese twin? I don't think it would be... Well, I guess they, they could still be twins, but they wouldn't be... Well, I guess they could be... I mean, they could be fraternal Siamese twins. Okay, and what about this? It Was it the Guinness Book of World, World's Records that has the uh, the, Siamese, the Siamese twins who uh, fathered children with... Uh, you know, they each had their own wife? Yeah, that's the... That's the that's what, that's what where the term Siamese, it's based on them. They, they were from Siam. That's uh, got to be very uncomfortable. They are emotionally actually, the 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 um, the proper term I think is conjoined twins, but we yeah, okay. call it Siamese is because of, because we're incredibly crass as a society. Yeah. We have no regard for other people's cultures because we're Americans. That's, and that's the way we do it. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to imagine the process of creating new human beings and oh, how that let me works. You, sit down. Let me tell you. No, 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 with no, 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 no. With woman. with the conjoined twins. Okay, you're conjoined. I've got my wife, you've got your wife, we're attached to the hip. So, alright honey, let's uh, let's let's experience about a baby making. Well and uh, hey uh, dude, just I don't know, look away. Do you have a book or something you could read? Um, well it's funny you say that though, because I'm, I I'm gonna need see, you to move your hips a little more, I by did the way. See the docu- I did Not see a documentary Frank. about that. Oh okay, I'll stop. I did see a documentary about that. And it's a good thing you have the cruise control set. And that is exactly what they did. The other one would just read a book while the other one had relations. Really? Or the other one would go to sleep while the other one had relations. I think it would be funnier if you like threw a sheet over the one that wasn't engaged. Yeah, you know. I think, I think when you're... Of course, it would, of course it would be stranger for the woman who... For the woman, but for the guy who's been attached to the other guy for his entire life, that's yeah. just how it is. That's just yeah. There's you've got to, there's gonna be a point where you just don't worry about you just don't worry about it bodily functions and sweating and yeah. things like that. Wow. I mean, you just it's just like a built-in Dutch oven. Would it be a drag too if the other conjoined twin was a prankster? <laughs> feel like to feel like to pull tricks on you. Yeah. You know, like. You'd put your hand in a pan of warm water while you're sleeping, you know, and 
or or one's very yeah. anal retentive and the other one's just a slob. And or it's just like it's like that is not gonna work. Or he you know, fall asleep. He sticks your finger in a light socket and electrocutes you. See, that's not that's not a good idea. How crazy you have to is think that? That one through because you're still attached. That's not smart. Oh, good point. That's not smart conjoined. Okay, take that back. Logic. All right, you just bludged the other guy in the face with the frying pan. Yeah, I'm just going to go back to that. But then you got to drag the dead guy around. So no, you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to. You know, him. You know, you just want to. Just want to, you know, just, you know, a very Warner Brothers style, you know. Ba-dang, you know, well, and about- he got the imprint of the face and the bottom of the frying pan. And then he's like, he goes, woo, 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 woo. And a, and a, you know, a big bump on his forehead raises up about five inches. And little birds and stars fly around it, you know, that now, kind of thing. Now, what if one of them wants to get hammered that night the other one doesn't? So you have to walk around. You are attached to a drunk the whole time. That's interesting. Well, do you, you have know to... what? You're my favorite brother. Hang on. And you go, you smell like liquor. <laughs> and the other one's very judgmental. I can't believe you drink. That might, make it, drink. might make a good improv. Do you want to be the drunk one or the sober one? I think I can do a pretty good drunk. All right. Hey. Frank! I'm sick of sharing a liver with you. Hey. And I, I need you to stop drinking because I think hey. you've got a problem. Hey, shh, shh. Guess what? What? We're brothers. Yeah, I know that. See, I'm only seeing one of you right now. I look in a mirror, I see two of us, not four of us. I know. I'm looking at you and I see two of you. It's I, like we're triplets. Trust me, I know. I'm, I'm just glad that there's such a thing as the blood-brain barrier because I'm pretty sure you got enough in your bloodstream that you're not using your brain right now. Hey, That's the blood-brain barrier. Hey, let's go roller skating. Let's go rollerblading. I never learned how to roller skate. You know that. I ice skate. I don't roller skate. I ice skate. Why are you, why are you reading my buzz? God! I just want to have fun. I know you want to have fun, but you're a sloppy, mean drunk. <laughs> sloppy. I'm a happy drunk. You are a sloppy drunk. I, I don't not. like being around you when you drink. Nobody understands me. Except for you, little brother. I came out first. You're little. I'm big. I beat you by two seconds. Well, maybe if you quit swilling two fingers tequila <laughs> and talking like the youngest Brady sister, <laughs> maybe we could get more done. By the way... It's very hard to keep my job with you always hung over like that. I'm sorry. I know you work for the Internal Revenue Service, and I'm a crook, but <laughs> which is my title, crook. I'm a professional crook. Yeah. Like, you know, or no, you're a cop, well, it's and I'm really, a crook. That's it. It's That's really, the sitcom right there. <laughs> twin, they're twin brothers attached at the hip. One's, one's a, a cop, <laughs> and one's a... One's a... a a gimp, but he's also a, a pimp, crook. But one's a pimp. Nice, nice. <laughs> it's cops and robber, cop and robber. That's right. Hey, uh, I like the, uh, I like the, the juxtaposition. You have to use your mind for this, by the way, because this is uh, an audio medium here. Yes. But the idea of. The one conjoined twin dressed up as like a banker or an IRS agent right, or a right. police officer. And the other guy has on like the raccoon mask oh, definitely. and the black beanie. And maybe he's wearing black and white stripes. And he has a, he, he's, it, it depends. Sometimes he's holding an empty bag with the dollar sign or sometimes it's a full bag with the dollar <laughs> sign. It just kind of depends on where he is in his transaction. But somehow... They always and they're always and the cop is always having to go after the, the bad guy and it's just and it's just comedy. comedy. Oh Frank. Oh Frank. It's the cop and the pimp. <laughs> cop and the pimp. We gotta find something that rhymes. Yeah, cop, uh, slop, job, uh-huh. mop. Or how about thief? Okay. Thief, thief, thief. I I wanna preface this by saying that I love our I love those who go out and lay their life on the line every day to bring peace to our town. I love police officers. But with that, you can still go with the pig and the pimp. Pig and the pimp. Doesn't, uh, doesn't rhyme, but it rolls up the tongue real well. How about, okay, let's do this. It's let's, the pig and the pimp. How about uh, 
the detective and the thief, the detective and the, the, the thief and the detective. No. Let's see. Um, the, uh, the agent, special, special agent, uh, the cop, cops and cops and tops, cops and tops, cops and cops and, uh, cops and Robins. It's the cops. It's the cops and robbers, sons. Oh, that's already been taken, yeah, hasn't right. it? Yeah, that's right. Wow. That was, a, that was with uh, um, Jack, uh, Chevy Chase and Jack, the guy who had played Curly in the uh, in the City Slickers movie. Oh, wow. Um, oh, jeez, who was that? Okay, I still want to work on this. Cops and it's the... He's a, he's a thief. He's a crook. Crook. Cops. Cop, the cop and the crook. The cop and the crook. There you go. CNC. It's the cop and the crook. Not bad. It's the cop and the crook. They're gonna have some adventures. Sometimes crook, crook, crook steals, but the cop doesn't. No, this theme song needs some work. So it's the I've, cop and the crook. I've got the, the mental image of the two in their work clothes. Yes. Um, on a, the corner of like a brick building, like a bank, and they're both like, they're both kind of uh, leaning, you know, leaning around each of the uh, each of the, the angles of the wall. Oh yeah, so, that's so one corner. of them is facing one way and one of them is facing the other way uh-huh. around the corner, and like the cop has got his gun drawn, uh-huh. and the robber is like kind of crouching with his bag of money, and he's got his raccoon, uh, got his raccoon thing on. Yeah. Oh, and a, and, a, and a little hat, cause, you know, that got. Um, um, these usually have some type of little, like, like Big Apple type black cap. Yes. And um, and they have to have a wacky neighbor. They're like the wacky neighbor is always calling on the on the crook to the oh, cop. Jeffrey Tambor. Jeffrey Tambor. Jeffrey Tambor could be the wacky neighbor. Okay. I don't know who that is. Who's that? Huh? I don't know who that is. It's Hank Kingsley. Hank. King, I don't know who that is. Okay, everybody. I want you to say, "Hey now." Hey now. It's pretty good. Hey now, now, give me a hey now. Um, he was uh, Jeffrey Tambor before uh, he made his name in the uh, the, the Larry Sanders show. Uh, he was him. Okay, yeah. He was the next door neighbor. He was also the dad in uh, Arrested Development. Um, and but in the Ropers, he was he, the wacky. That's neighbor. what I'm saying. Okay, gotcha. He was the wacky neighbor. No, the no, Ropers actually, got spun off. In, in, uh, in actuality, he was the straight man. The Ropers were the wacky neighbors. Good point. So that so the Ropers was all about the spin on the family with the wacky neighbor. It was actually the wacky neighbors with the normal neighbor. I got a question for you yeah. and the audience. Has anyone ever, ever done a side like Norman Fell? <laughs> ever. Uh, I don't think I don't think anyone has because he had it down. He well he would break the fourth wall also. Uh, totally. But now explain explain what, what we're talking about here. Okay. Um, Mr. Roper makes a uh, makes a joke about Jack Tripper's uh, masculinity mm-hmm. and he's so pleased with himself I mean it's a look of pure ecstasy on his face as he does a slow turn to the camera laughing the whole time yeah, and a little nod just yeah a little nod. that's right and then the audience loved it the audience oh, always my goodness. loved it that studio audience those guys were always on it was amazing it's amazing. I don't know how they—they they must have had the best. Studio. You guys, the best studio audience ever. <laughs> you guys, the cop and the crook. That's right. Here's a little callback. You guys are going to be on a record, maybe someday. Not mine. Um, so yeah, so uh, so we go to uh, we leave uh, uh, we leave the shoehorn because we're looking for yeah. five dollar. Uh, um, Blackjack tables. Yes. All they have are ten dollar blackjack tables. Did they have? They didn't even have one five dollar blackjack table no. at the uh, at the at yeah the, at the shoe yeah the, the crazy horse or the shoe shoe at the shoe pavilion. horse the at the clothes at the horse. dress barn yeah at the at dress the, barn yeah best business name ever by the way dress barn um, that was an aside by the way people so just so you know. Um, so we decided to go over to we decided to go to another casino that might have a five dollar blackjack table, so we can lose. Which we asked we asked some strangers. We asked them, "Hey, you guys look like you've been here for a while. I mean, yeah, you look like you've been gambling for a while." That's what I based my decision when I asked them. It's like, "Hey, have you, do you know where there's some five dollar tables around?" The woman goes, "Well, I believe Sam's town does, but it 
The Sam's Town had $5 blackjack. They did this morning. Wow. That's what he said. So. I, I would say it's a really bad sign when you're casino hopping, but I guess it's exactly what we did. Yeah, yeah I, um, I I didn't fare quite so well. I uh, walked up to a, uh, a lady uh, who was uh, pretty reasonably attacked. Her had uh, long, dark hair, long, dark, straight hair. And uh, I said, we're looking for the $5 blackjack tables. <laughs> and she goes, ooh, I don't know. I think it's across the bay in Alameda. And then Chekhov turned to me and said, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a weird little thing. You know, just, you never know what's going to happen at a casino. It's a weird place. Speaking of Star Trek, there were Star Trek, uh, um, there were Star Trek. That's uh, right. Uh, uh, not vending machines, uh, slot machines. Yeah. Dr. Frank. Doctor, uh, 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 Frodo. I'm Captain Frodo, Captain sir. Captain Frodo, that's Which right. is ironic, seeing as, uh, you're the captain. Yeah, I am the captain. But, um. It's weird, too, because Frank is currently standing in the van with one leg up on the uh, driver's seat. Yeah, no one's driving. I'm, yeah, I'm steering. we got the cruise control yeah. on. Ahead! It's a weird visual. Yeah, and I just I just gave me a uh, handlebar mustache, the red Sharpie, so, you know, we're good. I look good. I really do look good. So, this off. so we get to, uh, uh, we, we drive around a little bit. And uh, it's like, well, you know, can we go to Boomtown? Do we go to Samstown? Do we go to the, you know, um, you know, there were, I don't know, there were as many casinos in Shreveport as they had space to fit them. I'm pretty sure. So there was no, no paucity of casinos to be yeah, had. Yeah, our only, our only thing was time. We just, right. had, you know, like how much time are we going to stay out? We didn't, yes. we didn't stay out too late, but we wanted to stay out and have two town. Yeah, so we could we could sit all night if we wanted. That would not have been smart. Yeah. So, what was the first sign that uh, the Samstown was going to be a different experience? The fact that there were no sedans and all pickups and dirty pickups at that uh, on the uh, on the ground level of the garage. It was amazing. <laughs> we pull into the garage after driving around for I don't know, about fifteen minutes trying to find a, a, a reputable casino, and we pull into the garage, and nine out of ten cars were dirty pickup trucks. Yeah. It was the most amazing thing. And they were like all Dodge Rams too. I don't know what that says about people, but but I looked at Bogos. We're in the right place. That's, that's right. Five dollar Rams. We're looking for, for a uh, black guy. I mean, it was just you could tell from the second you entered the parking garage that it was different. I mean, and not just a little bit. I mean, it was just it was it was frying pan and a face different. Yeah. I mean, it was just. Frank and I are looking at each other, almost wondering, do we need to go find some other place? It's like, we're here, let's just go in. I see was it said, let's go. Well, I mean, the, the Samstown Casino itself looked fairly nice, but you just got this weird vibe from the parking garage. So we walk across the street. Those doors let Frank in, by the way. So at least Samstown had that right. Yeah. Wait a minute. No. It was a Samstown that wouldn't let Sam's you in. It was Samstown that wouldn't let you in. Oh, okay. All right. We should have known right then and there. Um... So yeah, we uh, we go in. Uh, first of all, the Star Trek um, um, the Star Trek game that we played, um, uh, the one armed band that we played at uh, at the the shoehorn. Um, I like how you used the lingo, the one armed band. Yes. Now you know any slot machine that doesn't have the arm on the side, not good, not good. Um, you need to have the arm on the side. I don't care if it even works. It can be made out of plastic. You cannot have a hinge on it. You need to have the arm on the side, or it's not a one-arm bandit in a discussion. Um, so we we go in. The place looked different. It smelled different. It smelled different. The clientele was clearly of a lower socioeconomic strata than we were. Yes. So I felt sorry for people just right off the bat until I sat down at the $5 blackjack table. I looked at the uh, the other three people who had these crazy huge stack of chips, and I'm sitting there thinking that better be your social security check there because I don't believe you made that much money at this table. Um, and you know, we were talking about this. I'm sure you, uh, some of you may have been to parties hosted uh, like a company party, and they have just uh, for fun blackjack tables or gambling tables where you just gamble but not for money. You just buy like you know ten dollars, you get chips. Every time I played that, I I make like you know five, six, seven thousand dollars with this pretend money. I was like, oh, I'm so, I've got to go to Vegas. Look at it. And then when I actually paid a real thing, it's like you know, uh, uh, within ten hands, I've lost my twenty dollars because it's just I don't know 
what I'm doing different. That's how it works. I was playing it very conservatively. If I got a seven on the draw, I stayed. If I got and that's true. You know what? I didn't. Uh, uh, I ended up. Uh, I put twenty down on the table. I went up twenty. I went uh, down twenty. I went down another twenty. I came back to my original twenty, and I said, "I'm out." Without ever busting, not once did I bust. I think I busted a couple times. I mean, I think I, I took a card. I don't know, however many hands we played, a dozen hands, something like that, 15 hands, whatever it was. I think I took a hit twice. Otherwise, as she dealed me a 13, I go, I'm staying. I just kept doing, uh, you know, she she put down a, a 10 and then a, a 7, I'd go, hit me. She put down a 4 and I'd say, hit me. She put down a 5 and I'd say, hit me. <laughs> you know, by the time we're up to 35, I go, damn. <laughs> yeah. She was not a very good uh, Did you see the attitude she gave me when I put down my broken $20? My, I had $20 in 10s <laughs> and 10 ones. That's what I had. I gave it to her. She she did a big sigh. Oh, jeez. Pulled the 10 down, then went snap one, snap two, snap three. Yes. And like, uh, and I brought the whole table to a halt. Well, like, well, I don't mean to slander Sam's Town here. That's not my idea. But uh, yeah, I would say the um, the people working at Sam's Town seem far less interested in the clientele. Oh, remember the the but now Sam's Town did have the pretty pit boss. Yeah, but the she was pregnant pit boss. Yeah, but she was no ring, with single, no ring. single and pregnant. And that's what I didn't get. She was a pit boss who looked like she was about 22 years old. Oh uh, yeah. And so, how do you how do you work your way up? Because she couldn't even go into the casino last year. <laughs> now she's a pit boss. So, I I truly don't understand how that uh, that job progression works. The pretty pregnant pit boss, no ring on her finger. That's pretty though. Yeah, it'd be cool. That's it. We hook her up with one of the conjoined twins. Oh my and god. And you are halfway to a you're sorry, you are three quarters of the way to a, a viable television series. So who gets sorry, it? Sorry, you're is three fifths of the way. I'm not counting the wacky neighbor. Okay. So who so who does she get? Or no, that's the struggle. Who gets the girl? It's always a fight between the cop oh. and, and the crook. Who gets the girl? Because the girl likes the bad guy, but the girl also wants to be protected. Two know? conjoined guys, a girl, and a pizza place. Oh my gosh. Write this down. Call ABC right now. It's in my speed dial. Oh my gosh. Nice. I'm not reaching for your phone. <laughs> Thank you. Not, not where you keep it. <laughs> hey, by the way, I want to take Let's just phone. say that ever since he saw Papillon, he keeps his phone in a very safe place. <laughs> it's safe. It, I've never lost it. Yeah. Never, not once. And yeah, but you have to put it in a Ziploc. <laughs> Now, uh, I want to take this opportunity uh, for those who, who have listened to the show for a long time. My friend, little Nancy, it was her birthday last night. I didn't get to go. Really? Yeah, I didn't get to go because we were on the shoot. Oh, yeah. But um, but uh, I called her and I talked to her, and uh, I just wished her a happy birthday. I want to wish her happy birthday here on the air. She is one of my dearest and sweetest friends, and, um, and I've told her this. And I will tell you guys, too, that I love Nancy like a little brother. I really do. Are you the little brother? No, she's the little brother. I, oh, took, okay. I once told her that, and I once told her, Nancy, you're like a little brother to me. Oh, she got mad. <laughs> really? No, what girl wants to be... The girl wants to be the little sister. No okay. girl wants to be compared to as like a little brother, you know. Well, I don't think anybody's gonna, going to confuse her with a. Uh, she knew uh, what you're going to confuse. Yeah, but I think that's halfway why I said it that way. It was just I was trying to be funny. Yeah, but because Nancy, she's a very attractive young lady. She's a really good. She's got it. She's got it. She's got it. You consider her to be a fetching person. She's a fetching young lady. A handsome woman. Oh, she's not handsome. She's uh, she's striking. I think a handsome woman is supposed to be a compliment, though. Okay. Well, if you mean it in that way, then yes, she is. Although, yeah. Though it, I would rather use the word striking. Although, I guess I guess you're probably right, because if you call uh, the professor uh, handsome, yeah, I, would hit you, knock or knock. I would hit you in the face with yeah. the frying pan. Yeah. yeah. And no knocking on my wife, either. Yeah, no, no, no. No knock on your wife at all. Your no wife. No, no knock on the professor. She's a beautiful woman. She's too smart for that. 
doesn't really explain why she married me, but whatever. Well, she's just not that smart. Yes. You realize that we've probably had the Glee soundtrack play in the background of this the entire time now. Well, I, I am uh-huh. going to insist that we listen to this song. Oh, dude, we got to listen to Crush. Which one is Crush? I have no idea. Another track listing. Oh, my gosh. Let's see. What is this? Oh, yeah, there you go. Okay. Five. Although you were on a good one, too. Now, this is a sensually charged song. So, everybody, grab on your ladies. Hold her real tight. Dance with her real slow. We just heard the best song in the album. Wait, what about this one? Huh? Proud Mary? No, this is the mashup. With oh, the yes. It's supposed to be a young girl. Yeah. I just, I'm so impressed with the callback to Gary Puck and the Union Gap. She wants him so badly, knows what she wants to be. With all the charms of a woman. to me that you watched Friends. Okay, no, I'm going to tell you a very true story. Tell me you didn't. I'm I need to hear that. No. This you is need to tell story. me that now. This was before Friends. This was back in... Okay. This was back around 1994. No. About 1992. Okay. Uh, there was a girl I really liked. Her name was Michelle. She liked me. We just couldn't really... I don't know. We were too shy about connecting. You know? So anyway, so we were, so I was going to take her home for Christmas vacation. I was going to stay in San Antonio. And I was going to take her to the airport. Wow. So, um, you know, I'm getting ready to take her up. She calls me up for cell phone. She calls me up at work. She goes, oh, hey, um, Cindy wants to come with us, too. That's not supposed to happen. It's going to be me and Michelle. I want to take Michelle to the airport. Third wheel. Third wheel. And I and I think she brought, she wanted to bring Michelle because she wasn't quite sure what was going to happen. So I said, you know what? Have Cindy take you. I don't, I'm fine. So she goes, Frank, don't do this. So oh, I, no. Yeah. I was like, Michelle, just have Cindy take you and hang up. 
so I go back to work and I'm stewing and I'm stewing and I'm stewing and I'm looking at the clock and it's just like her flight leaves in an hour I'm like 45 minutes away I look at my boss and go I have to go right now and he's like what? he goes I have to go and he goes you can't go and I go sorry and I just go I bolt out of the building I get in my car and I drive as fast as I can to the airport. I, now this is before you, this is back when you could get to the, get into the gate without having to have a ticket. Right, right. And it's Christmas, okay? No, yeah, it's Christmas vacation, so it is packed. I run in and I, you know, I go through security and I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I can't find. Finally, I find her. There she is, right there. And where our eyes meet, and it's just, it's that moment, it's just like, Frank, you came, and I run up to her, and I'm, Michelle, I'm, I'm here, and she goes, yeah, they call her plane, time to board, we're looking at each other, and neither of us are saying what needs to be said, which is, I like you, I need for something to happen right now, you know, wow. we need, that is what needed to be said, but neither of us had the guts to do it. We just we're looking at each other and it's just and the flight's getting ready to take off. She goes, Why did you come here? She's asking me, why did you come here? And I'm and I just all I had to say was, because of you, Michelle. I came here because of you. But no, I didn't. I said, I just wanted to make sure you got here okay. Wow. They called her plane. She goes, Well, oh okay, fine. And she gets on her plane, she takes off. I go back to work. My boss yells at me, but you know I don't tell him why. And my boss just yells at me, and I'm fine with it. I go home for Christmas vacation. I become a wreck. I'm just an absolute wreck. I don't go back to school for the first semester, for the first week of the semester, because I'm just a disaster. I am just wow. I am, so I'm gone for three weeks. I finally get back to school. And I find out that my friend Lloyd and Michelle had kind of hooked up during Christmas and now they were dead. Wow. I had missed my chance. I had missed my chance. And I regret that day every day. And that's why I usually don't wait anymore. I usually just kind of dive in. Wow, so that lesson served you well. I hate to consider it. I don't mean to call it a lesson. That's, that's bad, a lesson. bad phrase. But, uh, no, it was a lesson. I, 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 missed my, I missed my opportunity. And, and I don't know. In a sense, she kind of did too. Because I, we were there. You know, it was just that tension. Someone just needed to say something at that point. Wow. And, uh, being, being the guy, I should have done it. But uh, I was just too afraid. The rubber band was pulled taut. My yeah. head was hung so low going back. To, oh, and then... So she leaves. I get back to my car. My car barely starts. It's just like, freak. I'm going to be stuck here. Finally, it starts. Go to go to pay. I have no money to pay for the parking ticket because I left my wallet at work. Oh. So they have to give me a form to fill out. I just, I'm just, I get there and I'm just a disaster. Oh, man. That's like the, the rain cloud is following you at that yeah. point, isn't it? So, Jeez. So, Anyway, so that that is my area. that is why I love people running up to airports because I have actually done it, but I did not. I did not. I did not say what needed to be said. Isn't that amazing that you can't do that these days? You have to buy a plane ticket. I would have to have bought a plane ticket, and you have to bring luggage. I don't know if you have to bring luggage. Uh, they're not real happy with you boarding planes without luggage these days. Hey, if nothing else, you could bring some fluids and three ounce vials or something. Look. It's my shaving cream. I'm good. But, uh, so that's it. So that's why. So when you run after a girl, guys, listen to me. And there's that tension. And she asks, why are you here? She knows why you're there. All you got to do is say why. <sighs> wow. That was a downer. Wow. A downer. All right. Well, I guess it's time to uh, go ahead and uh, thank um, thank our sponsors for uh, listening. <laughs> Thanks, DCBS and Stock Trades. I don't know if this is going to be an extended edition or on the show, but either okay. way, it'll be one or the other. Well, uh, well, thanks for listening. We're we're over an hour long now, right, so uh, you know, there's there's plenty of uh, material here. All right, so How about we cut work. this up into pieces and we we play this uh, we play this as segments in each of like our next 47 shows. Oh, that'd be good. That'd you be like good. that? I guess in 47 minutes we we basically play about 70 seconds of this <laughs> at a time for the next 47 shows. And then the uh, 
the whole running after the airport that could be a um, that could be a cliffhanger each one that's our whatever. arc yeah that's our arc that's our dramatic arc so we're feeling pretty good about that yeah so lessons learned from the trip lessons learned uh, take chances always make sure you're recording check your levels and uh, and uh, remember to keep your receipts for your per diem my lessons learned I like Frank a lot maybe too much um, Bill, stop always, my hand. always have your car. Sorry, um, always keep your car keys on you. Um, gosh, there's got to be something else I learned. I don't think so. <laughs> Never bet on on twenty one. Never bet if you got seventeen, stay. I my I guess the lesson I learned is always bet on black. That's yeah. what I learned. I I I noticed that you win fifty percent of the time when you do that. Oh, and. Uh, don't get on a plane with Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. Don't do that. That's uh, that's advice from someone who's uh, who's lived it. But I've never run into any snakes on any planes. Good times. Um, geez, it just it seems like there ought to be something else I've learned. Um, autofocus comes in handy sometimes. Uh, <laughs> don't be afraid to iris up. Yeah, never be afraid to iris up. Do use your zebras. Um, don't worry about sound quality. It's video. Nobody cares about the sound. Lord, I learned that. Punch you in the face again. I, I know. Jeez. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I like uh, lessons learned. I like uh, studio apartments, uh, uh, hotel rooms better than uh, suites because the uh, TV is in the same room as the uh, bedroom, yep. as the bed. Um, I learned that uh, if you let uh, free hot chocolate sit on your counter for two hours before you drink it, it gets cold and then it's nasty. Um, I learned that uh, you should never sit on a bedspread in a hotel room. Yes. I had to get up early to get some shots this morning. It was, it was a drag. Um, <laughs> I, gosh, I, I told myself I wasn't going to tell Frank. I, I didn't want to embarrass myself like that, but well... It's all out in the open now. Yeah, well, the penicillin will clear who, that right up. Who feels like a jerk now? <laughs> Me. I just hope my wife understands. Still understand. Yeah, well, I've decided to change my name to Ron Mexico, so <laughs> it's kind of a problem for me. As long as she doesn't find out about Shreveport Wife, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, that's Shreveport Wife. I, I knew, I knew that something was wrong with that. But, you know, I had that one Miller Genuine draft at uh, Sam's and Town, and what can I say? Head. I was out of it. I was completely insane. You, I my was, friend. It gave me you such a zest for life. Rare form. I, I wasn't rare for him last night. I tell you what, um, I was playing on house money all night long, baby. No, that was actually my money. You took my wallet at one point. I mean, until I woke up, had to uh, had to get myself a uh, 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 disconjoined from uh, from my my new wife, which was technically bigamy. Um, had to uh, go to the ho- yeah. I had to go to the uh, uh, the VA get some shots, uh, then get back in time to pretend as if nothing had happened at all. You did a good job, I never, I would never know. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right, we'll tell you what. Let's work on our sitcom, uh, the cook and the crop, the cop and the crook, and uh, and we'll see you next time. We'll uh, we'll come up with a uh, with, with a kick butt name, and uh, we'll get back to you guys on that. So so hey, if anybody knows an executive at one of the four major networks or or FX um, or PBS or TNT uh, or Nick Nickelodeon, yeah, that'd be fine. Hey, I tell you what, because I'm I'm telling you right now, I. My show can go up right behind iCarly. I'm fine with that. Because iCarly is awesome. It is awesome. God, that's a fun show. Almost as fun. Okay, buddy. Let's go. It's half hour wasted. Half hour wasted. Good night. Okay. All right. Good night, Gracie. This is Beckett. Bye, Boo, bye.